Welcome to the Lifelinks Podcast, a platform to amplify Latina voices, to validate their story, and engage the comunidad worldwide. I'm your host, Consuelo Crosby, and also creator of this content. If you would like to chat about what you've heard here today, then reach out to me through our website at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X. Or through our Instagram profile at Lifelinks. I'd love to listen and engage in whatever you have to say. Hola, chicas. Welcome to a fresh episode of the Lifelinks podcast, where we amplify our first gen Latina voices to share our stories, expand the narrative, and express our love of our cultura. I'm your host, Consuelo Crosby. First-gen Peruvian here in the San Francisco Bay Area, bringing you thoughts and stories about the Latina journey and the power of embracing the culture from our ancestors to pass on to the next generations in strength. If we want our narrative to stay true, then we have to tell it in our own words, in our own time, out loud. We're nearing the end of celebrating Hispanic and Latino Heritage Month, con gusto. There has been so much opportunity to revel in our cultural traditions and learn of all the other cultures within this enormous population of Hispanic and Latino countries. We've been really fortunate to have so many weekend music festivals, and trying out all the different foods and dancing to the music and just taking a moment to reflect back, even on my own lifelong experiences. This is the topic of today's episode. The richness of the Hispanic and Latina cultures that takes more than one lifetime to experience and learn about. It's amazing that you can get to my age and still be experiencing cultural traditions for the first time, whether from my own heritage or any of the other beautiful Hispanic and Latino countries. You probably heard me on last week's episode describe my own experience of learning the deep truth behind what I thought was a simple act of my mother. And this week... I experienced a part of Mexican tradition that is totally common within the Mexican culture and yet foreign to me. Even as a Latina here in the San Francisco Bay Area, I knew of it. I'd seen the photo shoots out in public, especially along the gorgeous waterfront. Do you know what I'm talking about? Now, it's my birth month. So you know that I dedicate each day to a new experience, to set the tone, to really start living a new year. It's exhilarating and exhausting at the same time. I do my homework to discover what's happening around me. What are the current activities or trends or celebrations? Or just experiencing the place I see every day, but I never stop in. Those kind of experiences. And on any given day, by the time I'm done, I'm wiped out. Woof. But then I get up and I do it all over again for 31 days. I really recommend you try this. It's hard, 
You may not make it through the first time you try it, but there's something to committing and staying present in every single day of your birth month that just sets the tone for the year. Go live life the way you want, even if it's just lying in a field with your face up to the sun. So for me, to have a brand new experience is totally fitting for my birth month. This last weekend, I was honored to be invited to a quinceanera for our friend's daughter. I can't even tell you if I had the opportunity when I was a teenager because we lived in a part of the San Francisco Bay Area where you had to go and find other Latino friends. There weren't many around our neighborhood. And my mother, being Peruvian, tended to find other families from South America. She didn't go further in the culture than what she knew of her own background. So Mexican or Latin American cultures were foreign even to her, a Peruvian. And by the time I had my own daughters, and they were at an age where they could have been invited, we were still removed from the Hispanic community. Now, thankfully, my husband and I are dedicated to the community and yasta. We finally were blessed to witness and revel in a quinceanera. Now, it took a minute, and I am so grateful to you, all my listeners, and the LifeLink social media community who helped me out with my really rookie questions. My biggest fear was doing something that would offend the family or bring Andrea, la quince, to tears. I didn't want her looking at me going, who are you and why are you here and why are you doing that? Not because of her, because of me. It's something I learned in my master's program at USC. That when you are new to a culture, when you're bringing a business or a branding to a new country, it is imperative to learn about the culture in depth, to really understand what's important, what's precious, what's known, because you are the outsider. Regardless about being invited in, you are still the outsider. You had to learn to be careful about what colors to use, what days to avoid launching on, or you could fail unintentionally because you were offending the country. And this is what I felt was going to happen at the quinceanera, not because they were worried about me, but this was the first thing that popped into my head when I was planning to go. We don't have quinceañeras in Peru. I had a sweet 16 party because that's what the neighborhood girls were doing. But there was no celebration similar to this that I was familiar with. This is way off my radar. So that's why I threw out the questions. I needed to know, do you wear the same colors as the quince? Do you go with the theme of the party that was really beautifully portrayed in the invitation? Or do you avoid it 
Do you give her all the glamour of being the only one? We definitely went to the mass portion, which I learned was not the major portion of the celebration. But hey, the faithful, I had to represent, and that was gorgeous. And the priest who did the ceremony was so grateful to the family for maintaining the tradition in bringing the love of culture and family together. It was a blessing. But after the Mass, there was this two-hour gap stated on the invitation. And knowing Latinas, I didn't want to be the first one to show up at the party. I'm not sure what happens during that gap, but I wasn't going to show up at the time they said the party started. (laughs) So what time are you supposed to go? And what's the best gift to bring? Do you bring cash? Do you do gift cards? Is that tacky? And how much do you give? Okay, do you see where I was starting to spin over this? Fortunately, again, as Latino cultures go, everyone is just so grateful that you're there to celebrate with them that any faux pas, any mistakes of treading on the culture was politely overlooked. Now, I didn't wear the gorgeous royal blue and silver that Andrea chose, but most everyone else did. And that's still confusing me. I'm guessing they were family, or I just didn't get the memo. We did write with a card full of cash and deposited it in the locked box on the stage, also royal blue. The open bar was happening, with the men coming back with handfuls of modelos. (laughs) I chose the Paloma bevies, but then it had Sprite in it. Okay, someone has to tell me about that one. I need to know how they do cocktails in Mexico, or at least at the quinceañeras, because I have never had a paloma with Sprite. There were candies turning the kids' tongues as royal blue and cake pops with glitter that I used as lip gloss. The containers of horchata were emptied, and little versions of Tres Leches cakes were laid out so that you could grab them before the four-tiered cake was cut. All of it gorgeous, celebratory, wedding-esque. But there was one part of it all that seemed even deeper rooted in the tradition. And that was the dancing. Except for the glorious gown that Andrea wore, the quinceañera was very similar to a party with no Hispanic or Latino culture. Until the dancing. There was something about the dancing when it came to the guests. Yes, there was a mariachi band, even one with a female singer and violinist. Oh, and her voice? Oh, powerful. But once the DJ started enticing everyone to the dance floor, after the traditional dances with the father and the family were finished... Then the deep Mexican culture came forward, led by the older family members. These couples seemed to have been dancing together for decades. 
and they filled the dance floor as the DJ respectfully played traditional music of Michoacan. It felt so soulful and deep-rooted and just known. It was in their blood. They didn't even have to think about it. It was just known that this was how the celebration was going to begin. That peace had not been interrupted by the disconnect of moving into the U.S. The dance steps were specific yet personalized, and the couples just locked eyes on each other. They moved back and forth and around and around as one. It was totally mesmerizing. Only one younger couple made it to the dance floor. I don't know if this was because the steps had been lost, not learned by the next generation here, or if it was out of respect for the older generation. I would love some of our listeners on Michoacan to tell me the tradition. And of course, the dance steps. I could catch the rhythm, and the men were definitely leading. But the way the women moved with them, ah, yeah, yeah, it was so beautiful. The men all had their beautiful woven belts with statement buckles. The ranchero boots that were so fine and felt hats. It was like I was peeking into a private party rather than belonging to one. I was now an insider from the outside. The father of the quince, our friend, came up to see how we were doing. And we tore up the dance floor for a little bit, so he knew we were having a good time. But he still wanted to assure us, as with most Latina hosts, that his guests were comfortable and having a good time. As we went on about the beauty of it all, the love of family, and the fun of all this excitement, he seemed to get embarrassed by it. He said, well... This would make more sense in Mexico. Here, I don't know if we should still be doing this. I hesitated for a minute because, again, not wanting to offend and then needing a minute to settle as tears welled up. Our friend, the first generation here for his family from Mexico, was lamenting that his culture should be left behind. That this exhilarating, deep celebration of life and transitioning from a child to a woman shouldn't happen because it didn't mean as much here in the U.S. It wasn't about the generational aspect of it. It wasn't this is an old-fashioned celebration. He felt awkward that his Mexican culture was here in the U.S. But we know that was just his brain talking. Because like I say often, your DNA, your ancestral DNA doesn't know where you live. The spirit of your ancestors are pulsing in you in how you move to the rhythm, 
in how you speak rapidly in joy and excitement, in how you sing out loud when songs come on and fight for justice for anyone who can't fight on their own. For as much as the Latino heritage has a common thread of community and embrace, there are so many personalities, countries, and traditions that truly weave an epic fabric of the culture, the entire Hispanic and Latino culture. You are but one thread on any given day, and it may feel like you're not even part of this fabric. But without you, the fabric begins to have holes in it, begins to tear apart. A torn thread, a missing thread, begins to unravel this beautiful, vibrant fabric of our culture. So in these last weeks of October, even though they say the Heritage Month ends on the 15th, in a few days, We all know we go through All Souls Day on November 2nd. So in these last weeks of Heritage Month, really take the time to learn more about your own culture and celebrate it as if you were with your ancestors. Lean towards your amigas and learn of their cultural traditions, the foods, the stories, so that you can help them share it in order to keep our narrative alive, in order to make it easy for another first generation to come here. We should create that warm, familiar embrace to welcome someone here for the first time. It's like when you go to visit someone, even if it's your own family. You go and visit and they have your favorite blanket or your favorite dinner. They have something that reminds you of home. That is what we are creating here from the many first generations that came before. Making something familiar here, making it loving and kind so that the transition is easier and the desire to keep the culture grows. If you miss the Instagram stories of this gorgeous, fun quinceanera, You can still catch the posts on our profile at LifeLinks. That's L-N-X-X. There are also more pictures in the article on our website at thelinks.com. There you'll also find articles from our previous episodes, including transcripts and a podcast player of past episodes, with the show notes that contain links to our guests and topics I share with you. So take a moment, peruse there, and on your streaming platforms of this podcast, please share your thoughts on the reviews and subscribe to them. Share it with your friends. The larger the audience we have listening to the narrative and learning from each of our guests and their experiences, the more our narrative stays true. The more everyone learns and understands where this culture comes from, and how wide and detailed in the differences the Latina culture is. Next week, I have two exciting guests coming on at the same time. And for any of you who are feeling like removed 
from where your parents came from or grandparents came from, these two women have the business for you. Get your wanderlust on. Get your intrigue on. Next week, they're going to be sharing their business of taking groups of women and living immersion culture through travel. I'm already signed up, so come listen to Two Peacocks Travel. You can take a sneak peek and look them up on their Instagram profile and on their website. Again, it's in the transcripts, it's in the show notes, click through the links, learn more before they come on. Step into your truth, ladies. Ciao! Really appreciate the time we take to rate and review the podcast. Get the backstory and what you've heard here today and reach out to us at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X. Because it's about time, it's about us. Stay in the groove on our social media at LifeLinks and get ready to make your move, ladies. Viva!